welcome. This is Jen, and I am the Hourglass Architect. I design tools that help women start and become business owners, all while increasing productivity and efficiency. I aim to help women solopreneurs, just like myself, maximize their time each day and achieve greater financial success. Today we're going to talk about SMART goals and goals that align with your priorities. Goal setting for your personal and professional life helps to organize your thoughts and see where you want to focus most of your time and your energy and why. So by setting goals, you can determine what's most important to you and eliminate things that are just taking up time. This also allows you to stop wasting time by removing the distractions that don't need to be there. You'll have time for more relaxing and enjoying your hobbies, and you'll be able to achieve more, and your self-confidence will improve. You can eliminate attitudes that just hold you back. When you accomplish your goals, you'll see that you're capable of so much more and be proud of yourself for being able to accomplish goals that you set for yourself. I have mentioned before that SMART goals are effective goals. These are goals that will keep you on track to achieving what you desire. Setting a SMART goal can align with your priorities so you can keep things in balance, which is very important to be able to achieve what you want out of life, personally, professionally, anything that you want to accomplish. So what is a SMART goal? A SMART goal is specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's realistic, and it's tangible. So what I mean by that, the first part of that is being specific. This is who and what, when, where, and why. These are all the questions that you need to answer when you're trying to first establish a goal. Those are important questions. So it's who's involved. Are you involved? Is somebody else involved? Is your family involved? Does this require you to hire somebody or work with somebody closely? Are you able to do this all on your own? You also want to know what it is that you want to accomplish. What specifically is it that you're looking to get out of your goal? Are you wanting to get a college degree? Are you wanting to learn a new skill? Are you wanting to lose weight? Are you wanting to eliminate debt? Are you wanting to make more money? These are all questions about the what that you want to accomplish. The other question you should ask is, where does the goal take place? Is it specifically where you live? Or are you going to need to go somewhere else to get the goal accomplished? Do you need to go to a university? Or... Are you able to get a degree online? There are a lot of questions about where exactly the goal is going to take place. You also want to ask, when do you want to work on the goal? Is it now? Is it next year? Is it two years from now? There, these are questions that you need to answer with the specific part so that you know when you're actually going to work on it. If you don't have time currently, then you know that the goal is still there and you want to have it, but you're not going to start working on it right away. If all of a sudden you decide, 
I want to do this goal and I want to do it now, then the when is now and it's going to take a higher priority than other goals that you might have. The last specific question that you should really ask when you're first establishing a goal is to ask, why do you want to create this goal? Why is a big question. You need to have a real true understanding of what it is that you want to accomplish and why you want to accomplish it. Why is the underlying core reason for you to make this goal and stick to it? If you don't completely understand your why, then you'll have a hard time sticking to it and continuing on with your goal because your why is what drives you and it gives you that inspiration to keep going when things get hard. And usually with any goal, you're going to find times when it is hard and that's okay. You will keep pushing through specifically if you know why you have created the goal and you can continually go back to that on a regular basis. Your why might change and that's okay. If you understand what your why is, you will have that determination and inspiration to keep going. It gives you that motivation that you look for when things get hard. The next part of a SMART goal is being immeasurable. You want to make sure that you're able to create milestones that you're going to be able to reach along the way to achieving that ultimate goal. You want to establish concrete dates where you can see progress that you've made each step of the way. It's something to celebrate. So how do you make things measurable? How do you make a goal measurable? You should ask yourself a few questions with this as well. So you should say, how much or how many or how will I know if I've reached a milestone? All of your questions should revolve around how are you going to achieve it. So if you're going to lose weight, how much weight are you going to lose? Are you going to lose five pounds, eight pounds, 10 pounds? Are you going to reduce your debt? You need to pay off $5,000. You need to just pay off one credit card. How much or how many How many credit cards do you have to pay off? These are all questions to ask yourself to create a measurable goal. Being measurable gives you something to achieve. It's something to work towards. And when you have a specific number in mind, then you know when you've actually reached a milestone. And that's huge. You can celebrate those milestones. So making something measurable by giving it a quantifiable number, you know that that part of your goal can be reached in a certain amount of time because you have specific milestones along the way. The next part of a SMART goal is to make it attainable. You want to make sure that your goal is something that you'll be able to reach in the time frame that you're giving it. When you're establishing a goal, a SMART goal, you're identifying things that are important to you. And when your goal is important to you, then you know that there are some skills that you might need to acquire to reach that goal, or there are things that you need to do to reach a goal. And those are all questions that will help you understand if this is going to be attainable or not. 
Are you going to need to take classes or training to help you reach a milestone along the way? Or would you need to take on a second job to be able to pay off some debt? These are all things that you need to understand when you're creating a goal because if you have such large debt and you aren't considering how to add more income, reducing that debt could take a lot longer than the specific time frame that you're trying to give it. Because of this, you want to make sure that any of your milestones that you're creating, the steps you're taking along the way, are within your reach, that you actually can learn the skill that you need, that you can actually grab the extra income somewhere along the way to pay off debt. Anything that you're doing, it needs to be attainable for you. You need to identify what you need to reach your goal. And this includes finances. Let's say, for instance, you want to get a college education. However, you're in debt and you're not able to afford a college education. You can't set a goal saying that you're going to have a degree in two years if you have no way to pay for it, especially if you're already in debt. Your first goal should be to pay off the debt and then save the money to actually get the education. There are steps along the way. Your milestone could be paying off the debt. Your ultimate goal could be getting that college education. Ultimately, what you need to do is identify what you need to reach your goal. And by doing that, you can make it attainable as long as you understand each step along the way. The next step in creating a SMART goal is to make sure that it's realistic. You need to be willing and able to do the work to reach the goal. You are the only one who can decide how high to reach for a goal. But you need to make sure that it's one that you personally can work towards. By setting a goal high enough for yourself, you're more motivated to reach it and work for it. There's a feeling of wanting to achieve it for personal satisfaction and to just know that you've accomplished something hard. And when you do that, then you don't doubt yourself. You reach for it. You go for it. You don't let things get in your way. When your goal is high enough, then you just want to make it happen just to prove to yourself that, yes, you can do it and you can. It's amazing what our minds can help us achieve in life and you can achieve those goals that you put in front of you. Our minds, though, they can have a way of sabotaging our success and we can start to doubt ourselves, not have the confidence that we need, all kinds of things. The imposter syndrome that people talk about. There's just so many ways that our minds can try to not let our goals happen. But here's where mindset comes in and where reviewing your goals and focusing on them will help. There's a saying of, you know, fake it until you make it. It's true. If you keep believing it and you keep going for it, then things will start to work for you. Just keep going. Don't doubt. Be confident. Learn as you go and achieve each of your milestones along the way to your ultimate goal. And think about the things that you've achieved that are similar to those in the past. 
We've all done things that we've maybe forgotten or there are goals that we had before that we've actually achieved and we've moved on. Those are all successes that you can draw on. Those are all things that you've done that you can say, yes, I did that and I can do this goal too. It's just a step. It's another step and you can do that. So an example of not being realistic, you don't want to say, I'm going to be a doctor next year when you've had no medical training whatsoever. That's not realistic. That's not a realistic goal. You could create the goal of going to school to get an education related to being a doctor if that's what you want. You need to set appropriate timelines along the way. A timeline for saying next year isn't going to happen because it takes years for that to actually transpire. An example of being realistic would be saying, I'll get my MBA at night over the next three years. This is realistic if you have the finances to pay for the classes, if you have the time available to dedicate to it, and you have the motivation to go to school in evenings if you're working during during the day. That's realistic. Another thing to think about when you're setting a SMART goal is the time frame. Time frame is the last part of that SMART goal. You need to set a time to complete your goal. And that will give you the motivation to accomplish it in many milestones along the way. You can see the results as you're working towards it. You can celebrate those small milestones as you're working towards that ultimate goal. And that just keeps you going. It keeps that motivation going. By setting time constraints, then you're setting up your subconscious to make those timelines happen. A writer who wants to write a book and they say, okay, in six months, this book is going to be done. Then they know all of the chapters that they need to write between now and then. They can detail out how many words each day that they would need to write and get it done and make it happen. Now that you understand what a SMART goal is, We need to talk about creating those goals to align with your priorities. You should have your list of priorities that you created before from the other podcasts that we went through. And when you take that list of priorities, you want to write down things that you'd like to accomplish. These can be long-term or short-term, high-level and big dreams that you have, as well as short-term things like a skill that you want to learn if you want to learn something like Excel or Adobe or another type of skill such as cooking. There's all kinds of things that can be short-term that you want to write down as well. This could be considered your dream list. And then you want to know how motivated are you for each of the things that you have on the list. How important are they to you? And prioritize each of the things that are on your wish list. And how do these align with your current work and life priority list? So you have your priority list and you have your list of all the things that you want to do, your skills or your long-term goals, your wish list. And you need to compare them both. So for example, is your priority 
to establish your own accounting firm, but you still want to maintain solid family balance. Maybe you're currently working for an accounting firm, but you want your own business. So is your goal realistic and attainable? Sure, it is. You can do it on the side. You need to set your SMART goal and all your mini goals that would need to happen to get to that point. You need to consider all the aspects of what your goal would entail. You would need to write out a business plan, which we can help you with that. I have a whole interactive PDF that you can go through and answer all the questions that you need to to help you decide if that business plan is going to work and actually make it work for you. You would need to find out what skills or licenses you need. You also need to understand your finances and the time that's involved. Once you have all of these pieces down, then you have your priority list of what might be important to you, your family, your significant other or children, and work that you need to balance, as well as creating your own business. Those are three very big things that you're going to need to balance and figure out what is going to give and what is going to take. And when you evaluate your goal with your priority, then you're going to be able to understand the timeline of when it's going to be able to happen. It's the end of that SMART goal, your timeline. And it might be longer than you originally thought because you have to devote time to family or your current work schedule if you didn't have to work and you're able to devote all of your time with setting up your own firm then your timeline would be shorter. If you don't have a family, then your timeline could be shorter because that's one less top priority that you would have. It's okay. You want to maintain balance. Without that balance, something's going to give and then other things will start to fall off. When things are out of balance, then it's harder to accomplish your goals that you want. There are some steps that can be involved to take your priorities and your goals and to keep them aligned. One, you can create your idea and your vision and plan what you would like it to look like. So when I say plan, I'm plan, plan, plan. You want to create a project plan or a business plan. You want to detail out as much as you possibly can so you know what could happen or what might happen or what you should do to make something happen. Plan for the inevitable. Create mini goals to keep you on track. So you want to get a degree, then you want to say, okay, next fall, I'm going to take two classes. In the spring, I'm going to take two classes. This is a very basic plan, but it's a way to look at it as creating mini goals for yourself. If you want to lose weight, you can say, my ultimate goal is to lose 10 pounds in three months. Okay, well, the first month, I'll just focus on changing what I eat. So I'm only going to focus on trying to lose two pounds this month. Next month, I'll focus on losing three pounds and work towards it that way. Create your mini goals to keep you on track. And then make sure that you communicate 
constantly keep communication alive and active between you and anyone else that's affected by your goal, whether that's a partner, a spouse, children, uh, workers, anyone that is doing something for you. If you've had to hire someone to create a goal that you have, uh, to achieve a goal that you have, any of these things, keep your communication open and active constantly so you know where everybody stands and how it's affecting them. And then keep a list handy of why you're reaching your goals and what is keeping you motivated. All of those things to show you your why will help you keep going. It will give you that motivation that you need. When you're trying to keep all of your priorities and your goals in mind, then you also want to cut out events or tasks that don't align with those top goals or priorities. If your top priorities are your family and creating a business, then that goal that you have with creating your business, as well as your top priority of your family, those two things come before other extraneous things that are out there. So you might have to say no to a contract job, or you might have to say no to your friends asking you to go out to dinner because they're not aligned with what your top priorities are. Occasionally, yeses are okay as long as the communication is open and things are in balance. When you're trying to keep those priorities aligned and balanced, then you might need to refocus and reevaluate often. And you might even have to change your plan, which is okay. You can delegate tasks where necessary. And that gives you the ability to focus. And focus is huge. You want to be able to focus on your goal and focus on your priority, all of your priorities. Your goal is a priority and your other top priorities that you need to align together. Once you have an overall plan with what you want your ultimate goal to look like, then you need to organize your days, your weeks, your months to all align to that so that you can focus on the two main priorities that you have, your goal and your top priority, whatever those are, keep them balanced. Sometimes you'll have to give more to one than the other, and that's okay as long as the communication is there and everyone understands what is happening next. So next time we'll talk about organizing your day, your week, or your month to match your goals and your priorities to maintain that balance in life. For now, have a great day and we'll be here next week. 